0: Do this for the have-nots and the God willing, the have-nots and the God willing, the have-nots, y'all. Hey, yeah. I see my plans fail, some move successfully. I never waited for anyone to invest in me. My presence, be a readily force a pure energy, a chosen few, a different you I'm from a different pedigree. Something deadly is something we sending enemies. Have they body at the bottom?
1: All right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in for another episode of Nightmare on Cedric Avenue, the podcast, video Mm -hmm. podcast. Uh, This is season two, episode seven. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have a really dope guest today. Um, He goes by XP, the marksman. Uh, He's an L.A. uh, rapper, producer, uh, who happens to be Mexican as well. So that's dope. Um, And he's also a member of the Rhyme Addicts. Uh, He has a clothing line. He also is in the cannabis industry. He has uh, the salamander, I believe is what the name of the company is called. Um, He's everywhere. So without further ado, I'm going to bring him on. And before we get into that real quick, I just wanted to introduce the track that I just played. It's off uh, one of his uh, latest uh, projects that came out this year. Um, I always butcher the name. I think Continua Sparare, I think is what it's called, Um, with him. And Rock Marciano did the production, I think, on the whole. Uh, project uh and the track is called the half knot so check that out uh without further ado what's up xp
0: hey what up how's everything going
1: good good thank you again for for coming on here i know uh you've been going through through a lot these last couple days uh we were just talking about it but uh i appreciate your time uh to come on the podcast
0: no worries no worries yeah you know it's it's uh crazy how the year played out you know what i mean It, it was already crazy enough in the beginning of the year and then this last month just been fucking crazy
1: yeah yeah man um but uh before we get into like the questions and everything I want to kind of have you introduce yourself because some people that might be following me might not be following you or know who you are so if you can just introduce yourself a little bit and then we'll go from there
0: what up y'all it's uh xp the marksman I hail from the San Fernando Valley Los Angeles hip hop, you know, if if you wanna get down to it. Um, uh, been out here for over like man, I don't even know how long I, I feel like I'm engaging <laughs> with everybody, you know what I mean? Like just, yeah. they just kid and but um yeah, I've been in this hip hop scene for I wanna say well over fifteen years, uh wow. opening up
1: for yeah.
0: anybody and anybody. And um just just this past I wanna say a couple years, you know, they've been a little bit um. Uh, more influenced musically. Um, hold on one second. My dog's sure. snoring in the background. Hold on. Sure, no worries. <laughs> Get over there. Snore over there. Get over there. Get over there. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So you know, just just um, just I think these past couple years, you know, I've, I've been able to release the content um, on my own, like you know, on my own dime, my mm-hmm. own time, and, and I feel that the response has been major and, and I'm appreciative of everything that's been happening, man. And, um, I just, you know, I've been out here, uh, yeah. <laughs> actually been to like SD too a few times to perform. Um, you know, I, I know a, a lot of homies out there, you know, from, you know, down South, um, you know, SD hip hop, you know, music scene. And, um, yeah, I think, I think, you know, um, Presence-wise, I think this year, 2021, I'm, I'm gonna try to just smash it, and then uh, yeah. hopefully, you know, 2023 or something. Cause man, I mean, you know how it is when when you're trying to, get up, you know, yeah. what I mean. But uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, thank Still you, gonna...
1: man. <laughs> yeah, you've been doing it for a while, and, and it's funny that you talk about um, you've been in San Diego, so that's how um, I, I don't think I've ever told you the story because it seems like the first time we're actually like talking. But, um, so technically you're, so I was at a show that you were, it was actually my first like solo show I ever went to, um, in San Diego. So I had gone to like hip hop Wits, battle bot, all that, but I had never gone to like a local show, you know, like where there was like artists from San Diego and, uh, from other cities. So it was the Ito show, uh, where you opened with boo boo and it was at the uh, Till Two club and uh that was like probably like my 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 start in the hip hop scene that like I pretty much got immersed into it because I was like oh shit this is so dope like it like I fell in love with that so I saw you open um and I was like shit this is, he, he's dope like Boo Boo's dope you know even like all the New York rappers like Ito Jamagasol uh, al divino like it was it was like a really dope show that like impacted me so for this episode it was like episode seven so I was like I need to bring somebody that kind of uh, kind of like a full circle you know in my journey here in the hip-hop scene. So I was like w- who better than to have like XP the Marksman so I just wanted to shout you out for that um, that was a really dope show and kind of like got me into the hip-hop scene so um, you like I said, you've been you've been working a lot uh, Rock Marciano is like a big name I, I consider him like mainstream slash underground uh, he's still this the like in both worlds um, how did you connect with these people like I know obviously you've been doing this for 15 years but how did that happen like with you like um getting into like the east coast you know and all that Well, I think early on um
0: a big twin from the infamous mob he he Mm -hmm. pretty much moved out here maybe like over 10 years ago I would say and uh he's I mean we've always been heavily influenced you know by east coast hip-hop you know I mean yeah Born and raised on the West Coast, you know, uh, Mexican, um, you know, so a lot of stereotype stuff would would happen to us early on, you know, where where we would mm-hmm. hop up on the stage and like, you know, they expected us to, you know, spit that like, you know, that Latino <laughs> hip hop shit, which is, you know,
1: it's yeah.
0: <laughs> I felt that we gravitated towards the essence of hip hop, you know, the like the true art form. Yeah. You know, Hill uh, is like you know, the number one thing ahead of swag or all that stuff. so so we just you know, we really thrived on on the aspect of trying to get our bar game up and and just the way we structured our rhymes and and the way we did that was, you know, we were being influenced by Wu tang and and you know a lot of like those those east coast uh, you know those those heavy east Coast artists that that were just prevalent during like the early 90s yeah uh, late 90s and early 2000s you know what i mean uh, growing up in that I've, I've always wanted to transpire that energy mm-hmm. when it came to the music so i guess naturally it just gravitated us towards the east coast artists you know because obviously um you got like you know project Blood and and you know you got groups like the visionaries and stuff like we had mad respect for that you know mm-hmm. what I mean? We were influenced by that too, but ultimately, you know what I mean. I I think the East Coast was the underground at some point. You know what I mean, like, yeah. like. And I'm only saying that only because of the skill and the um. The projection of the music. Uh, you also had artists that were here on the West Coast that were on that level too. Like, you know, Dilated, even a cycle round. Like, you know, it was it was. Latino mm-hmm. hip hop, you know, these guys were like lyrical and and, and exactly. I think I
1: think,
0: you know, um leading with you know that in my rhymes, you know Joseph, close the door. Um leading with that in my rhymes uh, led me to like these areas where, you know, it yeah. would be like or whatever. But he, he was the one that really seen us early on when when, you know, we barely began. Yeah, and, uh, and he pretty much was like, yo, like, you guys are ill. You know, I want to rock with y'all. So so after linking with him and doing tracks with him for over, like, eight years and, and all that stuff, you know, he would take me to shows. And, and you know, I'd be backstage with, you know, Alchemist and, and mm-hmm. you know, certain stuff. And, you know, it was just always around. But I never was, like, hanging off with of Is like, you know, like, hey, man, you know, I rap too. I I I kind of just, you know, play my position. Yeah. uh, uh, Meeting Rock Marciano, that was a thing where, you know, I'm meeting my favorite rapper and shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. uh, (laughs) And at that time, me and the homie Ice Rocks, we had an album that we were working on, which is the Nomads album. Mm -hmm. I think four years, because I had met him in Amsterdam. And it was like four years ago prior to us even trying to make music. And then he came out to LA, I got him some shows, and um, we worked on, I think, one track. And then that one track, it kind of just led to, like, he would come back and we'd do two more, and then Mm -hmm. I went over, like, a couple more. And then we kind of just said, hey, like, we have a, you know, we got some shit. So um, during that process, there was this one track, which is the track that I got rock Mm -hmm. on. or he was even confirmed anything like mm-hmm. I, I just I, I, I'm gonna get it because I have to close off the album and that was yeah. more like the last, you know, what I mean to close it off. Yeah. And uh, I just happened to go to a show with Twin and I met him backstage and he just happened to be moving a, you know, out here to LA. So I figured, you know, I tap in with him and, and so uh, I went over there to chop it up about you know some other type of business it didn't have to do with uh you know music it was more of a thing of uh you know trying to get like something started for him mm-hmm. and I wasn't even the rapper like at that time you know what I mean so yeah it was just like you know having a meeting you know a business meeting mm-hmm. and after that he's like you know what else you got going and I was like man I got the uh I got the project with Ice Rocks, and, and he knows Ice Rock, so I kind of left it in in Ice Rock's hands to like reach out to him, you know what I mean, and mm-hmm. see him getting him on the the project. But I was just I was prepared, you know what I mean. I I I went in there with you know the bread, I had the song ready, and and it was really dope because the song I gave him, you know he he told me that you know I made his job easy, you know what I mean, like yeah. I mean, he, okay, so I, I hit the nail on the head, you know, boom, you know, and a lot of artists, I'm sure, you know, they're not going to take the bread and then hear the song and, and mm-hmm. shit like that. I mean, you know, I just I just kind of had the energy that it was going to happen, and I just went in there with that, you know, kind of mind state, and I shot my shot, and I was able to get him, you know what I mean? And then we I got booked for the show in San Diego, so I was like, "Fuck it, we're gonna be in the same spot. I'm gonna shoot the video over there." So I was able yeah. to get the video, in, you know, before the show he did, and, and everything just like, you know, it fell into and, place. Yeah. And, and, you know, he's a he's a hardworking dude. Um, is the illest in my book. You know what I mean? And and I just feel blessed, man, to be able to build with him and you know, build with the God and 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 rhyme all over the landscapes that he provides. You know, the soundscapes. So
1: yeah. Um, and would you say, like, he's, like, one of your, obviously, because you said he's, like, your, you know, um, your number one, like, rapper and stuff like that. Uh, would he be, like, your favorite, like, collab? Or do you have anybody else? Because you've collab with, like, Hus, uh, Kingpin, Terminology, like, to name a few. Like, who would be your favorite? Um,
0: terminology's ill, too. Like, you know, he's, I grew up listening to him, too, you know. And, and, yeah. You
1: know, <laughs> and I follow
0: him my dude you know, like, I got a relationship with him, he's, he's a really good dude, and, and and you know, meeting these people, it's it's hard sometimes to like, you know, not be the fan, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm always a fan, before I am you know, an artist and shit and, and um, a lot of the times, you know what I mean, uh, the fan will come out and, and you really gotta just, you know, you gotta know that, you know, kind of like that borderline of, of you yeah. know, and Hey, like you know, I'm doing this shit too. You know what I mean? Because a lot of the times, you know, I've I've, you know, released albums maybe like eight years ago and got like Mm -hmm. twenty shares. And like like a lot of artists, I think they didn't really have to like live through that era because they were rhyming or they had careers already established prior Mm -hmm. to like social media, YouTube, and, and doing all that, which is like the criteria that we need now. You yeah. Know, for people. Before then, you can just spit, you know, a dope ass fucking, you know, sixteen, on a my beat record, and fucking, you'll have hella fans. <laughs> you know? That's true. I'm a little different now, so I, I think, you know, with that, you know, um, you know, that mind state of like, you know, I do this too, I'm a rapper too. I think, you know, we need to feed ourselves that because, um, you know, the fans shit, like, you know. There's a borderline and shit, so, uh, you know, and, and you know, I love the fans too and, and, and things like that, but there's a certain point, I'm sure, for a lot of these artists where they're not really trying to fuck with that shit, you know what I mean? So, yeah, you know, you, you just got to know how to play your cards right and, you know, shoot your shots when you, you know, and, you know, the worst they can say is, nah, I don't want to do that. Or, exactly. You know, you know, once in a while, you just really got to shoot that shot. And when you shoot that shot, you got to be prepared. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you got, you know, ready on point. So so that's pretty much how that happened. You know, just meeting people and um, shooting those shots when, when I needed to shoot them, you know. Yeah, and, when the time was right. <laughs> yeah, also just having the skill level too, you know, to um, mm-hmm. be on a track with these dudes and, and trust myself. Trust my skill level and um, trust everything, you know the you know the hip hop gods to just hop on this shit. Yeah. And, you know, so um, yeah. I mean, a lot of people like that song. You know what I mean? Uh, the video's ill. Yeah. Shout out to everybody, uh, you know that made that video happen because it took a lot of people to you know come together to make that video and and
1: it's
0: it's, it's yeah, it's a dope hour. video. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's that's how I did it you know I mean I just was in the right place at the right time and I made the right you know investment and um, Mm -hmm. that's what it really is you know you make investments uh in other people to like invest in yourself you know but you ultimately
1: have to you got to carry that and work it you know um exactly and and you have like also been working a lot too like like I said um 2020 has been good for you so uh, like if I'm not mistaken correct me if I'm wrong but I think you dropped four projects I was like looking at your Instagram so it's like sincere leader two part two uh big Mijo shit only Continuas asparare and the stolen Switzerland tapes right is the the four projects you put out this year and then you have one coming up the make the devil pray right
0: yeah yeah you know what I totally forgot that I, I released it. I thought that was last year See, yeah I'm, I'm, <laughs> Because, like, I'm, 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 hey, pull it out. I'm already, like, working on stuff for, like, 2021. You know I mean? Yeah.
1: So. Yeah, it's definitely been a, a big year. Um, One of those blurs, like, one of those 2020s has been a blur year. Sometimes I forget, like, what I dropped, too. But, yeah, you you you've dropped four projects. I think the first one was, like, Sincere Leader, I believe. Or Big Mijo. Yeah. I don't know. One of those yeah, two. Yeah, you know, I, I, I actually got to go
0: on on... um. You know my timeline too, and, and yeah. <laughs> constantly working. But you know, I, I think I think you got it right. I think I think that's it. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. Like uh, this last one is like a culmination of just tracks that you know I um, you know I did throughout the year, but also shit that I kind of just you know pieced it together, and then you know the cover came about, and a lot of the music mm-hmm. that. You know, um, I'm trying to put out now after this year is is you know i already got you know a couple projects lined up with you know with a couple cats that that i think uh you know people get surprised at and shit. so hopefully you know this you know next year is is you know as you know as good to me as uh 2020 was i mean it's you know it's like a uh how would you say like a like a triple beam like you know kind of scale thing because you're like yeah you know, it's like the music is doing good and all this stuff, but like you know, on a personal level, like you know, people are dying and it's it's fucking yeah. you know, more like jobs and shit. So it's like you gotta take the good with the bad sometimes. and Just you know, exactly blessed, you know. That's that's about it, you know.
1: Uh, um, for the for your new project that's coming out, the Make the Devil Pray, because you said you're gonna drop it for sure before the year ends. Is there any like uh? big names that you can drop of like any features or you want to keep that under Um, wraps
0: well well, there's only one feature on there which is um the homie malcolm seth from uh new jersey okay and uh you know he he produced the beat and he jumped on it so that's the only feature i have and then um i got one more rock marciano production on there okay uh, but i like as far as like big names that's about it you know just rock on on uh yeah on some production but um other than that it's just it's all me you know um, I got okay. some uh really dope beats in so uh-huh. I've just been you know trying to work with artists that I've been working with throughout my whole career and mm-hmm. then different fools that I met throughout you know these you know past couple years yeah like so, um,
1: okay and um so, like, how do, you, how do you stay inspired, especially right now, like you said, with everything, you know, with the pandemic? And then, obviously, um, you mentioned uh, you've been vocal about it, that you lost, like, you know, a really, really close friend. Um, how do you, like, stay inspired? Because like, you put out four, four, five projects now with the last one you're going to drop. You know what?
0: um, One thing that, that helps me is that I have a home studio. So I can, whenever I have a thought mm-hmm.
1: or
0: I have a hook or just, you know, whenever I want to create, I can just almost like like on the fly just you know have something and um i kind of have a cool little like you know system ha- happening where like i do the raw vocals here and then i send them off to be mixed and mastered and then you know i got the guy that does my covers and then he does all okay. my ig and all i got yeah. another brother that that helps me upload the shit to like all the dsp's and stuff cuz honestly like i don't really do a lot of that shit myself only okay. because like I'm so busy, like, focused on trying to create that, all that Mm -hmm. other shit, I feel, um, once you have a trusted, you know, team locked in with you, you Mm -hmm. could actually move with them and and have certain individuals have, you know, certain roles that they play. Yeah, that's smart. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and a lot of my brothers, too, like, you know, they rap, they make, you know, beats and stuff, so not only are they helping me, but they have their own shit that they're trying to do, too, as well, so it's like... You know, I just, you know, I feel blessed that, you know, I got, you know, individuals that know this shit and they mm-hmm. know how to, uh, you know, they know how to do websites and, and, you know, mm-hmm. the graphic designing, um, you know, one of my dudes that I known for over like, I want to say like 15 years now, I want to mm-hmm. say, uh, he owns a shirt press business. So
1: I don't okay. him, you know, do
0: like, you know, like, you know, certain like merchandise Merch, and yeah. Stuff like that. so yeah so just i try to keep everything um in the family and shit and and so i can i can you know focus on the creation of stuff so i think that's what inspires me you know is is to be able to um create at will but also be able to execute at the end because um i've been there at, at times where you know i have all this music in in my in my computer but yeah. I don't know how, or like, I don't know where to start, you know, it's like overwhelming, but I think after you do it enough, it kind of just becomes like, you know, second nature, like, all right, I got all the roughs. All right, cool. Well, am I liking this? Nah. So you're kind of like, you're doing everything from like executive, you know, production, whether yeah. you're not, you know, making the beat, but you're kind of like overseeing like, should mm-hmm. this be on this project? Or should you hold off on this So you kind of just you do it by ear um, Mhm. And uh, just I think the more you create, the more you have to work with. So I think if you could just constantly write raps and lay shit down, have tracks and it just in the stockpile, I think mm-hmm. the better you'll be as an artist, you know, because. Um, yeah. And and a lot of this stuff, too, I, I learned that. It's probably old to me, but it's new to them. And I think as artists, true. we can get caught up in, in, in that type of shit too. You know, like, oh, well, this shit sounds cool, but I dropped it like, you know, six years ago and, and did this it. like, well, that's cool. But did you drop it the right way? Did you, you know, did you
1: Not release true. it on this,
0: that, mm-hmm. you know? So I think we're thinking that too, you know, if, if you're an artist, you can always go back to your older work and be inspired as well too, because I think the, younger you are and you have like recordings of you you can hear mm-hmm. that shit and you can hear the hunger and the and the, uh, oh, the.
1: growth yeah yeah you know what i mean and, and
0: it's inspiring you know to hear that because you're just like wow like i came far you know i came a long mm-hmm. way from how i used to sound or my thought process you know what i was going through in life you know i'm in a better place now and i could focus on you know more deep you know, like conceptions and, and, you know, different things, you know, that, yeah. that you can um do to get inspired, you know. And, and also, too, what I find out is uh when you listen to anything, you get influenced by it. So what I try to do is not listen to too much of, like, hip-hop that that is in my lane or, like, you know, I mean, I'm a fan yeah. of it, you know, like I said, but I try not to be totally influenced and
1: inspired yeah and music. i was gonna ask you about that too like you listen to other other genres though too like oh, as like yeah, uh yeah. you know as a songwriter you know you gotta get influenced by different yeah. things I, I think i
0: listen to like more of, of other music than i do actual hip-hop you know what i mean and i think yeah that's what helps me bring you know like the concepts in from other songs you know what i mean and,
1: yeah and i get
0: inspired. what would be like
1: your other favorite genres that you would, that you um, would say truthfully I could listen to like
0: classic rock, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that shit like, you know, from you know, Tom Petty, you know, the Pink Floyd
1: to yeah. the Doors
0: yeah. to like classic rock shit is like what I what Not I really <laughs> Yeah, you know, because it, it it puts me in the um you know, like it puts me in the seat of like an adventurer, you know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. the guitars and the you know, the whatever it yeah it just has that. <laughs> Old, rustic, you know, like feel to it,
1: and Mm -hmm. the
0: stories that they're putting behind it are are you know real deep, and I think a lot of the times hip hop doesn't really have that. It kind of like lacks that, you know, at times. So um, Mm -hmm. being able to, you know, bring that through into hip hop, I think that is what keeps me, you know, motivated. You know, like on my off times, and you know, like I said, like when I'm out and about, you know, I'm, I'm I'm listening to benny the butcher i'm listening to yeah. rock i'm listening to dilated like you know i mean it all depends on my day you know and, and mm-hmm. how i feel too like i'll go back to tupac or, or some shit. Yeah. i listen to that all day you know because i'm mm-hmm. just like in, <laughs> in that mind state you know what i mean or so yeah so I, I guess um what really helps me in the future is always going back mm-hmm. but as an artist like i said i, I don't i don't like to uh I don't like to sit in in, in the past and, and, you know, dwell on that, but I I mm-hmm. pull a, a lot of, like, you know, the feelings and uh, and the thoughts from the past into the present, you know, and yeah. try not to, like I said, because it's, it's either, you know, something that I really went through, mm-hmm. I know somebody who went through it, or, you know, I'm going through it, or somebody else is going through it, so I just really try to pull that into the music, you know what I mean, and, and if I have to go back on a, You know, a childhood memory that other people can relate to. Yeah. As much as it's traumatic, you know, to myself, I know other people can relate to it, and I guess that's a healing in itself because there's other people that can hear, like, damn, like that should happen to me too, like, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's a healing process, you know. But um. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I like when you know people say, "Oh, you know, I got writer's block and all this shit." Like, I don't. I don't believe in that. So I think if you don't believe in some shit, it, it can't harm you or it can't yeah, or affect you. Yeah. You know, so it's
1: that's, still, that yeah, that's, that's cool. Um, like I said, cause like I said, a lot of people don't have that gift. I think to, like you said, it's not like a writer's block, but I guess they don't have the gift to like, you know, keep being inspired and, and writing So people take a while to write. So that's pretty yeah. dope that you're able to still keep creating. Um, and then, um, Kind of like the latter part of the interview, I usually kind of switch it up a little bit because it is like a hip hop mixed with a horror podcast. So I always like to ask, uh, uh, "What's your favorite like scary movie?" And if you have one, and why? Well,
0: I'm a zombie guy. Like I like yeah, zombie like straight up. Like that's always been my genre. Like I remember as a kid, like living in like an apartment, but on like the third level, uh-huh. and I was like watching that shit, and I was like so. Scared that these things <laughs> were gonna come up from the ground, but I was like, it didn't hit me like, fool, you're like three fucking stories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was like, you know what I mean? So, as a kid, I, I guess I was really just like, you know, just reanimating yourself. Like, you know, you died but came yeah. back, and now you're just like, you know, I, I guess a lot of the genres, you know, they took a twist here and there. Um, yeah, you was know, what, cool. I guess it kind of just faded. I kind of lost interest in it, but yeah. I, I, I like real zombie shit, like you know. The, not the like the George
1: A. Romero shit, shit. like, you know, yeah, Dan of the Den. Yeah. Chilling in a cemetery and some
0: fool just you know, he fucking comes out of the floor because of like a meteorite has some shit on it. like just like a real nice, like, you know, believable story that you yeah. know, <laughs> like even like the, honestly, I feel like in the future, like if like if I'm ever, you know, up there and I got a nice amount of cash, I think mm-hmm. I might own zombie movie but like from like an urban feel like from us you
1: know
0: because a lot of that shit you know it takes place in like the woods like fools are living in the woods or like they're living in some off
1: you know off the grid town or suburban area
0: yeah you know like what about the urban like you know the fools in the streets that are taking the bus at 6am you know to go to you know to school like you know like you know like stuff like that like little you know how would you do it You know, yeah maybe
1: maybe it could be like you give me an idea maybe it could be like you know like a drug on the street and it turns people into zombies oh, or some same. shit right <laughs> yeah.
0: or like even like the covid shit like you know like, yeah you know like a virus that just happened to turn fools into uh <laughs> you know crazy motherfuckers but yeah just just uh you know when it comes to that for sure i think i'm a zombie dude for sure um you know i'm 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 a fan of of old school shit that wasn't even out, though. Like, um, I don't know if you heard this one movie called Street Trash.
1: Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen it, but I've seen, like, the cover and everything. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, like, I remember we had the tape as a kid, and it was, like, this <laughs> off-brand
0: horror shit. Like, and I remember just, like, watching this, and I'm like, this shit's so sick. But it's, like, no wonder why it wasn't on the movies, because it's, like, it's pretty gruesome and horrific and, like, you know. Like yeah. there's some there's some scenes in there where like yeah if it, like I was a kid watching this shit damn like, oh, shit wow <laughs> those, those, those 80s movies were like wild. though yeah
1: guys. they stick to you <laughs>
0: yeah so but um yeah I was I was a fan of, of Street Trash um what was the other one what about like Chud Remember Chud oh uh, yeah you know what I I remember hearing about I remember I, I watched that with uh my older cousins and we were on some like Halloween shit so. <laughs> that night we watched that shit and um the basket case. Oh yeah, that's just weird. We shits, and then we used to watch like critters and like shit like uh-huh. that too. like real, you know what I mean? What's the other one? Tremors and shit like that. Uh-huh. So um a lot of those old school movies that you know, they kind of just stuck in your head, you know, and Yeah. But yeah, like uh I'm definitely, you know, Halloween and shit. This year I did a little like haunted house here and shit for the kids, but like uh, next cool. year I'm gonna go crazy. Like I'm let me know, like, let inspired... me know, I'll go visit over
1: there. <laughs> yeah,
0: that thing inspired me. Like me, me and my girl went crazy over here. Like we did like all kinds of shit. Like it was it was pretty cool. And uh, I just got inspired for next year for sure. Yeah. So I'm gonna pick that shit up. I'm crazy. Yeah, I
1: see people go crazy. Like there's a um, kind of like a nicer area like in North Park uh, where I live. And these people, when it was, like, the American Horror Story, I think, like, the um, the one with the clown, I forgot, Twisty the Clown, they did, like, a whole, like, uh, theme on it. And it was cool. They had, like, guys dressed as Twisty the Clown. I was like, that shit's dope. So that would be cool. Um, who's, like, a, one of your favorite, like, horror villains? Do you have any?
0: Um, horror villains? Man, if, if I would have to say anybody, it would be, like, you know, like, maybe a Jason. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, he just, you know, like I said, like, you could – run two miles away from that fool, and then he's (laughs) gonna pop up right right next to you and he just he's
1: still there (laughs) (laughs)
0: and
1: then um i kind of like ask you like random questions but how um if you were like to make a horror movie right uh what would what would be like a rule like a survival rule that you would create uh for like a horror movie crazy um like
0: a survival rule like maybe um you know, a person that's, like, locked in in, you know, the closet, trying mm-hmm. to be super, like, quiet, knowing that, like, he's out there and shit, and, uh, you know, you just happen to fart, and I feel just like hey. <laughs> <laughs> Damn
1: I always yeah. hate how they, like, hide in there for a while, and then they get out, it's like, just stay in the fucking closet. Man. <laughs> like,
0: Chilling, there, you know, or
1: like, <laughs> you know,
0: like, hella breathing, like, oh, oh my god, it's like, Come on, you're gonna hear that shit. <laughs> yeah, so just, yeah, I think, I think you know, just to bring a little bit of like a comedic
1: sense. Some humor. It
0: be...
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you believe in like the supernatural or anything like that? Have you ever had any like supernatural experiences? I've had a couple people that have had some on know, here on I, the show. I, I
0: can't say say um, because I, I was I was a kid when it happened to me. As far as like a ghost shit happens. <laughs> I was at like at my cousin's house and I guess I woke up maybe at three. I was hella young. This this is what this is what they said, but I I kinda like remember it. But mm-hmm. I remember like looking, like out of the window and seeing like a like a, like a person floating almost, you know what I mean? Like yeah. out I wow. remember you know, like just screaming and they came in and my dad and everybody, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. shit. And uh later on they said that it was haunted, like this, like you know, somebody died in there or something. So yeah. they're kind of like, "Yeah, maybe you seen him." And I was kind of like, "Fuck, that's pretty scary, like shit." But I, you know, they moved out of there a couple years later, so I, I never was around that. But yeah, recently, recently, this is probably like two years ago. Mm-hmm. I was upstate New York with two other friends of mine, mm-hmm. and saw a UFO, like something that I can honestly say that what the fuck? I looked at it, <laughs> yeah, and I had. a Question, like 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 what is that because anything any other time like you look in the sky you see a shooting star a meteor and mm-hmm. like oh yeah this was something that I caught on film and mm-hmm. we were looking at it for maybe like a half hour to like forty five minutes it, it it literally went completely like it went dark at one point and and we're like upstate and like the tr- there's like nothing but trees and like mm-hmm. you know, it's you know pitch black there's no, yeah lights out there but the ones on your front porch and shit. Mm -hmm. So we're looking out and and, and it kinda like turned off and shit. but when it turned off, it snatched a little bit of light that was like it was so weird. It was like, you know, you could see it and it snatched it really went dark. Like when that shit left and I was like, what the fuck was that? So we're looking at Yeah. Yeah, like it was it was wild. I actually have it on on my camera and shit and um we actually looked it up and, and there's a few other
1: videos of uh-huh. the same
0: shit that we've seen
1: and um, oh wow how did it, how did it look like was it like a kind of like a ship type of thing looking or what
0: but it kept moving like left to right left to right up and down like like it it wouldn't stay still it was like weird It was like moving around and then it l- snatched the light out of the sky it uh-huh. went black <laughs> up again and then it came back like orange and like uh, like a different
1: you know type of color it was weird yeah. it was,
0: you know what i mean it was like the most oddest thing i've
1: ever seen like because like, so it's I, like I, I an orb up, like an orb of light or something like that right and like, i have pictures
0: i have pictures that like kind of like zoomed in on it mm-hmm. and like it looked pretty wild like you can kind of like i mean i'm not gonna say it you know but like you can kind of see like it's 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 a craft and like you can probably kind of see like individuals and, and shit like that and like this it's crazy it's pretty, it's pretty yeah. fucking and you know i don't really speak on that shit like that but mm-hmm. ask me like that's that's one thing while on this earth where i had like a paranormal like experience the where experience. i was
1: kind of like, as an adult
0: looking at something and saying what the fuck is that
1: you know what i mean yeah no definitely yeah i had to accept it, like similar i mean it wasn't like a ufo but mine was like i believe in like you know dwarves like duendes um I haven't really told this story, but I'll tell it now because it kind of reminded me a little bit. Like you said, like I've never had that's like the closest thing I've ever had to like a supernatural or whatever, paranormal, whatever you call it. They're considered like mythical creatures. Right. So um, it was like at sixth grade camp here in San Diego. We go to like sixth grade camp. um, Like I think it's Camp Palomar, Right. So we're like hiking one of the mornings and it's like sunny and everything. And across the way there's like a like a log on the ground. Right. And you can see like shadows. Right. So I look across the way, and on the log, you can see, like, this little little thing, like, running, right? And I'm like, what the fuck is that? So I look around, because we were, like, 11 years old, right? So we were kind of short kids, but this thing was shorter than us. And I was like, what the heck is it? So I tell my friends, like, hey, do you guys see that thing running um, across the way? So I only saw the shadow of whatever it was, and they were like, oh, yeah, it is. Um, and that kind of like left like a mark in me. I was like, yeah, I kind of believe in these little creatures. Like, (laughs) I don't know if it it was like a a dwarf or whatever the fuck it was, but it was not one of us. So I was like, that shit was crazy. Uh, And this
0: was where out here?
1: Yeah. Out in San Diego. So it's like, uh, Palomar. I I don't know exactly where that is. I think it's like South. I want to say, I can't remember, but it's like in the middle of the woods too. So that shit was crazy. So ever since then, I do believe in those little things. Like I even went to like, I went to Mexico like three years ago. And they have this museum in this like little town. Um, this called like the Duende Museum or whatever. And that was freaking dope. They told like stories about it, and then everybody told like stories of who have seen it. Because oh, the legend, yeah, the legend goes that um, kids are the ones that could see them. So it makes sense why I saw them because I was a kid when I when I when I saw the thing. So they say that only kids can see them. But um, there was one guy who was actually like driving us around, like a kind of like a Uber driver type of thing. He, yeah. he told the story, too, and he said that um, he was sleeping one night, and he felt something on top of him, and wow. it was, like, this little, like, duende, or, like, dwarf on top of him, and he grabbed him, right, and he tells him, like, what the hell, like, and then the little duende told him, like, oh, I'll give you money if you, like, let me go, and he's, like, I don't want your money or anything, like, just, just like, leave the house, so I guess people have had, like, experiences with these things, it's it's kind of creepy. Yeah, that's, it's
0: crazy. Yeah, that's so, cool.
1: yeah, well, that's told... so, like, go ahead, go ahead.
0: How does that shit look,
1: though? Does it have, like, claws or does it have anything? So I, I just saw the shadow, so I didn't even see the actual thing. Uh, but the guy, he said, yeah, it looked like a little person uh, with, like, little clothing and everything. And then one of my coworkers, too, she said that um, one of her friends who lived in TJ, um, they had, like, really, like, a lot of – because I guess they say that they're mythical creatures and that they are either feed off of negative or positive energy, right? So there's mean uh, dwarves and then there's good ones, right? So I guess at their household, there was a lot of like arguments happening, like the, the husband and wife kept fighting, all this stuff uh, out of nowhere. And one day, I think like the my co-worker's friend saw this like little green thing. They said that it looked really ugly, though. It was like really ugly, had like a pointy nose and stuff. Um, and it was like scaly, like green, I think she said. And it was like really tiny. And he, she saw it like run across like the hallway. And um, I think she told somebody... Uh, you know how as Mexican people, like, tell, like, go to, like, you know, like, La Botanica or whatever. So, <laughs> they, somehow, they found out somehow, and uh, they were like, oh, yeah, you got to clean the house, like, cleanse the house. And I think they cleansed it or somehow, or or they might have brought, like, some sort of, like, religious thing um, to, like, clean it out. And it's supposed to be a left, and ever since he left, or that he or she left, um, it was back to, like, no- normal energy. Like, it wasn't, like, negative anymore, like, no ne- negativity in the house. So, that shit was crazy. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I mean...
0: A lot of that shit is true. I mean, you know, I mean, I can say for real that I seen something as an adult where I was like, "Whoa."
1: Yeah, yeah, and that that impacts you for sure. So man, who knows? Like that's the the thing I was I was gonna say for like 2020 that was gonna happen. Like aliens were gonna like show up out of nowhere because you know we got the murder hornets. What was it? We got everything, and that was the only thing that was left. So who knows? We still have a few days left. <laughs> yeah. Um, and what's like your your greatest fear? Like, do you think you'll ever overcome it? Um,
0: I think my greatest fear. Uh, I think I have overcome it, but I'm I'm haunted by it mm-hmm. a lot of the. You know, and I think that would be like you know just being a failure, like you know not pursuing
1: dreams and, death,
0: mm-hmm. you know, not making this shit come to fruition and why i mean that is just being able you know to be happy while i do it you know and uh make sure my family's you know well taken care of and, and i'm able to just do what i love you know without having the hardships that i endured you know while growing up which is you know when you're broke you're poor hunger you know you know just a lot of things you know that lead up to who you are in the future and a lot of, you know, those fears I guess are, are kind of like in the past because I mean, I'm obviously in the mind state, I'm free. I got my health, you know, I'm not worldly shit. So I'm like, I'm blessed. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think, I think, you know, my worst fear is, is just not doing what I'm doing now. You know what I mean? If, if something, you know, you know, was, you know, to happen to me or, or some shit, like, where I'm not able to, you know, to rap or shit like that, I think, you know, that's, like, my worst fear, you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: so, yeah, I man, uh, very inspiring, and kind of to flip it, um, what has been your, like, you know, greatest accomplishment as a creative?
0: Just doing what I said I was going to do, Yeah. <laughs> what. Yeah. what, it, you know, and it's crazy, because I remember, like, I'd be in school, like, high school, like, Writing raps, and I still have homies that that I had in class during high school, and like they're like, "Fool, you did it, dog!" Like I remember your ass was in class, when you <laughs> told me that you were gonna be a rapper, fool. And I was like, "I mean, homie, I, I can't really, I can't really say too much anymore. I just, I rather just show you, you know? What yeah. I mean? at, at, at this point, and I, I feel like keeping that alive of of like knowing that you're always. You know, gonna become something, and like you, you know, you fight for the dream, no mm-hmm. matter what comes at you. I think, you know, that's that's it. You know what I mean? Is is uh, not giving up on yourself and proving to yourself. And when you prove to yourself, you prove to everybody else that that's true. you can do it. You know?
1: Exactly. And anybody says out there because
0: I date
1: it's just you. To yep, it's you, know? you right? Yep, at the end of the day, it's just you. Um, and what, uh, what are two things that people might not know about you that you would like to share?
0: Um, shit, I mean, I know I talk a lot of that, you know, that street shit, you know, on the records, but you meet me, I'm, I'm a cool, humble cat, you know, that, you know, I came from a lot of that shit, you know. Uh, and I think what I would want to let the listener know is that, you know, I'm a father, I'm a son, you know what I mean. Uh, um, you know what I mean, and, and I just wanna, I just wanna do my best, you know, while I'm here. So if, if, you know, they can, you know, understand that fact with the music. Don't get it twisted like you know mm-hmm. I'm out here some, you know idiot shit. But I will protect mine, and I will protect <laughs> my people, and you know I love my family and shit like that. So you know, yeah. try not to get, you know. The shit too twisted out here because a lot of these fools ain't even on that shit. I'm gonna tell you straight that's up. That's like true. That. So just know who you're fucking with and shit like that. Um, and and you know, um, another thing about me is I like salamanders a lot. You know what I mean? Like, are yeah. super cool. Like, I don't know what it was since I was like a kid. I just, you know, I I like the word. Yeah. You, know? um, I like the variation of. Species, and then one thing I also like is how it regenerates itself. You know, like if it gets yeah. injured, or arm was to get chopped off or something, like it could, you know, it could grow it back. And I feel like I apply that to my life. So if I take a hit or whatever, you know, it's yeah. something back. Things like you can always regenerate it and and you know bounce back. So I, I feel like you know salamanders have that whole aura of like. You know, you could bounce back, and and you know, you don't gotta yeah. be crazy big, strong, or whatever. But just to survive and chill and live your life cool, like you could be a salamander. Those who just kick back and just chill, you know. And if yeah. and if you fuck with them, some of them are poisonous, so you might get fucked up too, you know. So it's like they are, like you know, they're just well-rounded. At, like you know animals and you know super versatile they can go in water and on land so you know yeah, okay. yeah
1: so. um. shut up <laughs> um and what uh what would you say like uh some words of encouragement or like advice that you can give someone like getting into like the hip-hop scene or just in general like you know following your dreams because you talk a lot about that
0: yeah um I would just say, you know, keep going, you know, believe in yourself, invest in yourself, investing in, you know, your craft. And, um, you know, there's going to be those times where you feel like no one's, you know, paying attention and listening and stuff, but that doesn't really matter when uh, you're getting that true support. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. support. So um, yeah. yeah, like, you know, just, you know, believe in yourself, you know, to invest in yourself and and invest in your skill, you know, like learn the history of of what you're you're trying to do. Like, I don't don't think a lot of these hip hop artists, younger hip hop artists know the history of of this shit, you know what I mean? Do your research, do some history on on the craft that you say you love and, and, you know, and don't stop. Just every day elevate, every day get better, you know? Yeah. And every day, Try to create something, you know, like whether it's a beat, whether it's art whether you know, it doesn't have to be just hip hop, you know, like you can, you can do other shit too, you know, clothing and, and other stuff like that, you know, yeah. you like you know, photography or, you know, just always create, don't limit yourself, you know.
1: Exactly. That's good. Good advice. Great advice. And the last question I always like to end the, the interview with is uh, what kind of legacy would you like to leave behind either on a personal or a creative level?
0: Um I just want people to know that when it came to this hip hop shit, you know, there was a lot of s- stories that were being told in a certain type of art form, mm-hmm. but that type of art form transcended to different areas and different stories needed to be told and I feel like since i do rap like i'm east coast or whatever or or whatever i think utilizing that aspect in my music is going to be my legacy ultimately because yeah not a lot of people could do what i do and i can't do what a lot of other people do either and i think you know to set a legacy you got to do something that others can't really you know what i mean so you know set yourself apart and constantly work at those things that are going to set you apart because anybody could rap anybody could do this that whatever but it's all about what makes you you and leaving a legacy mm-hmm. is what's going to make you you so try to s- steer away from the norm and, and mm-hmm. do whatever you, you know if you have to sing sing if you have to harmonize huh? and, and you don't know notes just you know, mm-hmm. you'll do you until everybody you know they start gravitating towards it and like all right this food you know He's doing yeah. his own shit. He's making his own waves, you know? Exactly. Or she is making her own. Like, you know, it doesn't yeah. matter. Like just you know, leave a legacy here ultimately would be is that Dafful could hit that Mexican motherfucker could rap. Yeah. <laughs> <You
1: know>? Yeah. <laughs> well you're doing you're doing that shit. So man, thank, I thank you. you so much for, for being on the, the podcast. Appreciate, appreciate you.
0: you. Yeah, for sure. Anytime. Peace out everybody out there the new shit drops uh on the 29th of this month december 2020 um and uh the homie hefty lokes album rest in peace we just reissued that out um that's on all dsps called architect music you can get that anywhere now so um yeah just you know keep an eye out because all next year like i said i'm gonna i'm gonna just keep doing what i do and uh
1: Hopefully, yeah. you know, we could rock some shows and, and
0: you
1: know, yeah. see the flesh and shit because, man... For sure. So yeah, you know? for sure. We got to do something, for sure. um and Yeah, and even even I'm down to collaborate, too, man. if I, <laughs> yeah. I've i been trying to perfect the craft, so I'm trying to get up there with the skills I, so I, I can be, you know... It takes, you know, a you know,
0: constant work ethic that you're going to apply to yourself that is going to lead you in the rooms with these artists to create. them, Like I said, it's just, you're preparing yourself for like those moments. You know what I mean? So, you know,
1: just
0: keep doing what you're doing. I see you doing it.
1: Thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you so much again. I'm going to put it on the screen here. Uh, but again, thank you, uh, for being on here and I'm going to put, make the devil pray here. Everybody. Um, it's coming out. Like he said, um, in the next couple of days or so. So, uh, tune in, um, follow him again is, uh, it's xp the marksman uh ig everywhere on all uh social media i thank him again for being part of it and everything um yeah and then so here's like his name again xp the marksman so thank you everybody for tuning in for another episode of nightmare on Cedric avenue uh and yeah peace and everybody take care have a happy holidays if i don't uh, see you guys this will be my second or third to last episode so thank you again everybody for the support and have a great rest of your day